All right, boys and girls, welcome to another edition of the Black Flag Playbook coming at you a little bit later than uh, we thought or I hoped. And uh, that doesn't really that gets lost on everyone else who's just going to listen to this their normal time on Friday. I am Bradley Sauce here, one host of the Black Flag podcast. Cross me on this Zoom call, Reagan Parent. Uh, yeah, I just woke up after like a fucking full six hour snooze and I uh, was definitely trying to take a nap for just two hours and uh, my alarm just never went off on my phone. So I just had to wake up, jump up, uh, go through some data. I had to crunch some extra numbers. I did have a little bit extra work that I wanted to get done before we started recording, but uh, I did that all in the last 10 minutes. I feel like I'm back in college. I feel like I'm back in high school. Um, a lot of fun, a lot of fun things. I actually did put the uh, only podiums. Shout out to Only Podiums. The show is presented by Only Podiums. I uh, put that shirt through the wash, and uh, I was hoping by then uh, or by by now, I guess that I'd have it dried and I'd have it on because it's been good luck to me. I've had some of my more successful weekends um, when uh, when I'm wearing the Only Podium shirt. So uh, shout out to them. Got Jay Townsend, and I think that uh, there's a there's I think we might be a day or two away from uh, getting some proofs on the new merchandise. Um, so once that comes out definitely be sure to check out the bfp socials and we'll uh we'll get that stuff shared and uh, get you a, a way to go and purchase some of that stuff so little weekend recap from uh the hoda shit show that ensued um shout out to mason don he actually has a whole spreadsheet on our uh on how good we do and how bad we do and we didn't even ask him to do that and that's just fantastic on his part so little monday morning number crunch from the kid mason dunn uh, Bradley suffered two near misses with the Chastain top three and the Nash truck and the Creed top three and Nasfinity, but still left the weekend plus 125 off the backs of Dinger and Austin Sindrick. Reagan started off hot with Zane Smith dub and then went cold the rest of the weekend, resulting in minus 200 as the result. Season totals, uh, I am plus 620 and Reagan is plus 4,115. <laughs> I, I feel like that's higher than 3,000 a couple shows ago, so... Yeah, we're doing something right. That's uh, it's definitely a lot more. So, um, yeah, shout out to Mason again. That's uh, super cool that he does that. And talk about, I mean, just one of the worst beats of all time last weekend. Me with the Ben Rhodes Nash truck. So Nash trucks kicked off the weekend, um, as they typically do. And uh, yeah, I mean Ben Rhodes just fucking absolutely just shits out a drive shaft coming out of turn thirty-two of thirty-two at Coda. Coming down the front chute, parts are going everywhere. I'm like watching on the TV and they got this like really long shot of like everyone coming down the front stretch. And I'm like, that's either Rhodes or Majeski. And please, for the love of fucking God, tell me that's Majeski. No, it's Ben Rhodes. Um, that was going to be an absolute lock and it just wasn't apparently. So just a just a real bad beat there. And then that wasn't even one of the uh, even the misses that he was talking about. Chastain top three, that almost happened as well. And um, Creed would have finished in the top three. I would have had uh, Dinger and Creed probably hit on a, on a Saturday before AJ Dinger just decided to ship, um, just decided to ship uh, Sheldon Creed. So that's a tough one. Um, at least we're both in the green. It's, uh, it's, I think, just a handful of shows that we've been in at least the green for, um, both of us. Uh, I was I was down for quite a while, but starting to make a mid season it's not even mid-season but making a push um so this weekend coming up um the trucks are at texas which i think is kind of weird do you remember if they did that last year i'm not sure i don't know the weekends of what the races were last year i know they did go to texas twice yeah i was gonna say it's weird to me that the whole series or the i mean the whole fucking xfinity series and cup series is in richmond and uh the trucks just decide to go to texas but 
Um, actually, this weekend, what's kind of weird is that I believe the Xfinity Series kicks off the weekend. Um, I think that they have a 1 p.m. start at Richmond. I, I heard that there is a bunch of rain in the area, which I feel like every race that is supposed to race this weekend has already been rained out um, or is looking like it might. So that's a tough one. But getting started with the Xfinity Series, um, I did uh, go back and crunch some numbers. So Cole Custer uh, wasn't in the field for the last few years, unfortunately. But uh, in his last two starts at um, at Richmond, he has uh, one win, two top fives, and 122 laps led. So that uh, pretty much jumps off the page uh, if you just completely discredit the fact that uh, last year, um, I believe Ty Gibbs went out there and won. But Ty Gibbs wasn't the fastest driver. Um, in the race. So uh, John Hunter Nemechek, I actually went back and looked at some loop data, which is super, super helpful. Um, shout out this kid, Ryan. I, I talk about him a lot. I fantasy race on Twitter. He posts a bunch of loop data um, from the weeks or the weekends, um, the year before. And, um, you know, usually typically both races, I actually couldn't find um, Richmond one last year, but I did find Richmond two. But um, just looking at some of that data there. The the main thing for me that I look at is just the average running position throughout the race. So obviously the race, I believe is like 250 laps. Well, John Hernemachek last year had an average running position of 1.6. Um, he had 32 fastest laps. I look at that pretty much second. Um, and then uh, 135 laps led and finished second. So just uh, his numbers kind of jump off the charts. Um, seems like I, I believe he is the favorite going into the day or uh, the, the weekend I, I think i at first caught him at a plus 350 but i didn't jump on it yet i think he was plus 300 so gonna gonna have to try to throw some cash on that before uh before the weekend gets here because i think once practice starts and uh, if he's the fastest in practice his numbers are going to drop to aj almendinger at a road course level but uh one that was uh really surprising to me was uh ryan sieg actually was so so these i'm going to just have four drivers that are just based on their average running position throughout the whole race um, and that obviously includes any lap. So green flag pit stops, you know, just fall back to 15th or whatever. Um, guy that, uh, actually had the second, so, and this is only going to include the guys that are in the field this weekend as well, but Ryan Sieg, um, had an average running position of 6.2 throughout the race. He only had three fastest laps, three laps led, and he ended up finishing ninth, which uh, obviously fell back a little bit late there, but, um, that was definitely a shocker to me. Um, definitely, uh, would I assume um, once the odds come out, I don't believe that the odds for a top five are out. Uh, might be able to catch C get a top three, which would be kind of a long shot. But uh, let's see. Yeah, Ryan Sieg is a plus 4,000 to get a top three right now. Um, no top five odds yet, but those numbers were just pretty uh, pretty staggering. Um, Brandon Jones was uh, was third on the, on the list. Average running position of 6.8. With five fastest laps, zero laps led, and he ended up finishing 13th. So um, that's a Brandon Brandon Jones stat line if I've ever seen one. Uh, Brandon Jones is plus 500 for a top three, so I'd probably stay away from that with how shitty of a season he's having. But um, the uh, the fourth and final one, Josh Berry, average running position of 8.2, uh, 31 fastest laps, one lap led and finished seventh. So so the things that I really look out for, average running position um, throughout the whole race, and then um, the fastest laps. So um, John Hernemichek and Josh Berry kind of uh, right up there. I think Ty Gibbs had 40 or 30-something. So um, John Hernemichek, 32 fastest laps. Josh Berry, 31 fastest laps. I think those two will be uh, contenders. 
Um, and then the last thing that I wanted to bring up, which is something that um, Reagan Mason and I actually talked about a little earlier today, um, Daniel Hemrick, he, uh, he actually had um, the best speed late in a run of anyone last year um, at, uh, at Richmond. And uh, he was a plus 1,000 for a top three. Um, seems pretty, pretty uh, good odds for a guy that is a former series champion and uh, notoriously decent at picking up top threes. Not winning, but picking up top threes. Um, he's just kind of a name in the series, so definitely I uh, could see him picking up a top three. Plus 1,000 is uh, pretty pretty wild. So, um, But the, the thing that Reagan uh, Mason and I talked about, Riley Herbst right now is currently sitting P2 in points. No wins on the year. Austin Hill's definitely the leader in points but uh, Riley Herbst has a massive amount of like top fives top tens and, and this goes back to last year as well definitely towards the end of the year watched him uh, rattle off a bunch of top tens and be up there with some of the the series bests but for a top three right now he's plus 750 um so that one is something that I'm gonna have on my bet slip um definitely uh, definitely gonna throw some money on Riley Herbst top three but Daniel Hemrick that one definitely caught my eye as well so Either of those two guys, I could definitely see running in the top three. It's just, ah, do I want to put money on both of them to finish in the top three? Because I don't know how much I trust them there. But what are you, what are you looking at in the Xfinity Series, Reagan? In the Xfinity Series, I have Josh Berry as the winner. Uh, like you said before, him and John Hunter Nemechek, probably the top two favorites going into this race. Um, For top threes, I was looking at Austin Hill at a plus 225 and Sammy Smith at plus 150. I feel like looking at all the races so far that have happened this year, those have been probably two of the best cars in the field. Austin Hill picking up multiple wins already this year. And just Sammy Smith's speed right away in the Xfinity series. I think I'm going to lean towards those two. Yeah, definitely uh, two guys. It was actually kind of surprising this this, – weekend this is this is kind of the first time that you see a lot of guys that you would you'd see running in the top three i guess throughout the uh the year so far with uh plus odds to finish in the top three um well austin hill like you just said plus 250 one that uh i definitely put my eye on was uh cole custer i mean cole custer's got to turn his season around at some point here um i'm not really sure what the hell's been going on but he's finished behind riley herbst every year every race so far this year um, and I don't think anyone would have had that on their bingo card. But um, Cole Custer also a plus 250 to finish in the top three. I feel like he has, he, at least in the Xfinity Series, he has the talent of John Ernemichek, but he just hasn't been able to put together a good run. So I think that this is the weekend that he finally puts together a good run. Um, to go along with the Riley Herbst plus 750, I'm going to go with a plus 250, the old Cole Custer top three. Hoping, honestly, because I'm going to go with John Hunter Nemechek. I'm just kind of hoping that John Hunter Nemechek and Cole Custer come out and uh, both get it done. I mean, I, I hope John Hunter Nemechek picks up the win and uh, Cole Custer picks up a top three out of the thing. And then uh, I'm going to be sitting pretty coming into the uh, the weekend wrap, rack up, wrap up, rack up. Perfect. Yeah, both of those um, next Monday or next fucking Thursday, I guess. Um but yeah, uh, th- those two guys, I just feel like going into the season, everyone would have thought that they would have each had, you know, eight, nine, ten wins apiece. And Cole Custer just hasn't even shown up yet so far this year. So hoping that this is the weekend that he finally does. So I'm going to go with uh, John Ernemchek to win, Cole Custer top three, and Riley Herps top three. Um, kind of kind of bold of me to uh, 
go with a couple Fords. I feel like what what I saw kind of just going through some things was uh, that Toyota kind of dominates um, at Richmond just as a whole, not even just the Xfinity Series, but uh, the Cup Series as well. Um, I believe it was NASCAR posted that uh, Joe Gibbs Racing's won like nine of the last 12 races at Richmond in the Cup Series. Yeah, I think it was I think it was 9 of 14 and we'll get there but they were the only um well I feel like it's not too far fetched to say but um all four of their drivers finished in the top 10 both races last year. So mm-hmm. um that's uh, that's something that you want to look out for but uh also um some notable entries Joe Graff Jr's in the 19 so that is a thing. Um and expect the 19 to run further back than with Truex in it. Probably, um, but uh, I, I mean, they're not going to have top 10 odds for an Xfinity Series race, but if Joe Graff Jr. was on there, definitely could see him picking up a top 10, um, ninth or 10th. But um, yeah, and then uh, the, 10, the 10 car also won't be a factor this weekend, which is um, cool. It's not not uh, not Austin Dillon, which really isn't a factor when he's driving it either, but, uh, or uh, Kyle Busch or AJ Allmendinger. It is Derek Krause, so that is... Also, he also still exists. Um, the top five in the uh, fall of uh, 2021, Noah Gregson, Justin Haley, John Ernie Machek, Justin Allgaier, and Riley Herbst. Top ten or top five in uh, 2022, uh, Je- Jesus Christ. Um, I almost just said John Ernie Machek won, which uh, he didn't. Ty Gibbs won. John Ernie Machek, Sam Mayer, AJ Allmendinger, and Riley Herbst again. So Riley Herbs, two top fives in the last uh, two races, I believe. And um, yeah, definitely going to, that's why I'm going to take him for a top three. Cause a lot of those guys that I just mentioned aren't even in the field. Um, and uh, yeah, Barry has a two seventh place finish or uh, seven place runs in um, JRM cars, just uh, seven years apart, 2015, 2022. Um, he, uh, he should be halfway decent. Uh, Chandler Smith did pick up the win in the truck, I believe, last year there. So um, definitely uh, one to look out for. He's uh, he's plus six fifty to win. Sammy Smith plus six fifty to win as well. Uh, you just mentioned him, but um, I don't know. The Xfinity Series one o'clock start. Hopefully they can get it in. Um, we'll be sitting in the rain probably at the block party and uh, hopefully watching on the television. But um, going on to uh, the trucks, which are allegedly at Texas, which uh, just still seems fairly weird to me. Um, so Zane Smith is the favorite, as uh, people would probably expect. Um, I think it was followed up by uh, so Zane Smith plus three hundred, Ty Majeski plus five hundred, Christian Eckes plus six hundred, Corey Heim plus seven fifty, Ben Rhodes eight hundred, Nick Sanchez eight hundred. I mean, do the sports books know something that we don't know? Because Corey Heim hasn't been that good this year, and Nick Sanchez is a rookie, and I just don't believe in Nick Sanchez whatsoever. So I. I'm actually taking Nick Sanchez for a top three in this race. Every race so far this year, I feel like he's shown pretty good speed. He's ran towards the front. I think a truck, at least a track like this, a mile and a half, they'll kind of get spaced out. It's not the same as an Atlanta race for those guys. So I don't know. I think Sanchez can run up front and hopefully get a top three. And for my winner of the truck series, I'm going to take Christian Eckes to get two wins now. Hopefully we'll see. I've been, I got two back-to-back truck series picks right, so let's try to make it three. Yeah, I definitely think that he's a good pick to go out there and win. I, I did watch the uh, the race last year um, and saw that uh, him and him and Stuart Friesen were kind of the class of the field. Um, 
Uh, the so just going off some of the uh, well, actually, let me let me pull up who finished in the top five first, which just uh, shit the bed on me. But so the 2021 top five was uh, John Ernie Machek, Chase Elliott, Grant Enfinger, Austin Hill, and Chandler Smith. 2022 top five, um, Friesen, Eckes, Priest, Hosevar, Majeski. Um, so Priest won both stages in 2022 over Friesen, and then Friesen ended up picking up the win. Um, Eckes was top five in both stages in 2022. Ty Majeski finished uh, fifth at Vegas this year, so his uh, mile-and-a-half speed. Um, actually, all the Thor Sport trucks seem to be pretty good. Matt Crafton being the one notable that is typically not that good. Um, I actually uh, was kind of surprised at how terrible his odds were, and I, I wanted to take him for a top three because, you know, he's obviously a series of the veteran, but I think when I looked, he was like plus 850 for a top three. He's down to plus 700 now. Maybe people saw that and jumped on it, but um, – yeah, so going off some of the loop data. So, again, this is something that I, I definitely pay attention to. I feel like it just makes sense. Fastest laps shows, obviously, how fast they were last year. And uh, average running position is, is just pretty big because, um, you know, throughout the race, things can happen. Anything can happen. You can, you know, fuck up one corner and go back five spots, then you're ninth. So it's going it, to – it all just factors into how your whole race played out. But um, last year, Texas, the uh, average position um, in 2022 uh, – well, the leaders of that, I guess, Friesen was a 2.0. Um, so he ran second throughout the majority of the race um, and uh, ended up picking up the win. He had 22 fastest laps, 60 laps led and finished first. Um, Christian Eckes with a 2.8. He had 12 fastest laps, 40 laps led and finished second. Um, Friesen and Eckes were the only two drivers running uh, that weekend that had more than 10 fastest laps last year. Um, or only two driving or drivers running this year. Um, last year, Priest was obviously in the field. I believe John Ernemachek was in the field. Um, so, um, yeah, so that, that's kind of notable. Definitely um, between Friesen and Eckes, I think that those two are going to be a, a factor at some point this weekend. Um, last year, Ty Majeski had a 8.6 um, uh, average running position with uh, one fastest lap and uh, zero laps led. He ended up finishing fifth. And then uh, Carson Hosevar, 11.3. He started shitty, started back in the 20s. Uh, I think he just had a bad qualifying run. and um, But he had two fastest laps, four laps led, and ended up finishing fourth. Um, he was kind of a factor a little bit at the end. Oh, yeah, so Priest, John Hernimacek, and Chandler Smith are not included in that. So those were some of the faster trucks last year. Um, definitely could see it, it being another Friesen and Eckes show. Uh, I think the Majeski definitely uh, is going to show some speed. Uh, Zane Smith wasn't too crazy last year so i don't know how i i feel about him obviously he being the favorite um probably going to stay away from that obviously zane smith's good wherever he goes so might look like an idiot staying away from it but um i'm actually just with how dominant he was last year and how he's typically not good anywhere else and i i say that just as a slight to him because i don't like him but uh, i'm gonna go with Stuart friesen with the old plus a thousand to win um i mean absolutely dick stomped him last year he was he was racing with ryan priest and ryan priest has had his hair his uh, share ups and downs this year in the cup series but in xfinity and in, in uh trucks i mean he was pretty dominant whenever he jumped behind the wheel so it showed something that friesen was able to go out there and pick up the win um gonna go with old stewie friesen think he's a weapon could probably see him just ripping the whole uh fucking bed off the truck probably on lap 10 or i could see him going out there and winning so um Definitely swinging a little bit for the fences with that one, but I just don't like a lot of the odds that are uh, a lot of the odds are here. I, I was going to go with Ty Majeski early on, but I don't want him at a plus five hundred. 
um, just because he, he's not super, super proven. Um, at a mile and a half, obviously, he's a good short track guy. But um, And then I just – if it's a truck series race, I mean, Zane Smith, Christian Eck is Ben Rhodes. Those are probably going to be the three that I typically bet on. So um, if I'm ever going to make up some of that ground that I have behind you being a plus – 4,100 and something on the year. I'm going to have to go with old Stu Freeze and uh, hope he can pick it up. One one notable, though, Carson Josevar is plus 1,300. He he seems to be uh, halfway decent at a uh, at a mile and a half, um, and that leads me into my top three bet. I am going to take Carson Josevar for a top three, plus 325. Um, one thing that did catch my eye, though, as well, uh, Grant Enfinger plus 350. I feel like he's uh he's a pretty solid shoe wherever he goes. Um as much Finished as he, third in twenty twenty one as well. Yeah, as much as he sounds like Kermit the Frog, he is pretty good at what he does. So um I I honestly, between those two, I feel like the one of those two are gonna be uh one one of those two I think will finish in the top three. I think there'll be a little bit of carnage. I think that some some of these drivers are gonna go in there and drive over their head. And Texas one of those places where you get out of the groove a little bit and you're gonna stuff yourself on the wall. So um I just think that experience will kind of, uh, I don't know, reign supreme here. And uh, I hope that's not the case for you because you obviously have Nick Sanchez for a top three. But what what were your truck picks again? You just rattle off both of them. Uh, Christian Eckes to win at plus 600. And Nick Sanchez for a top three at plus 225. And I might might take Grant Finger for a top three. That'll be like a game time decision, though. Uh, that'll be based off like qualifying. Once I look at that kind of stuff, all the side. Yeah. See, that's how, uh, that's how I, uh, I don't know, man, I got to look up the, uh, <laughs> I got to look up some, some more loop data stuff, I guess tomorrow and just kind of make my, uh, my finalized uh, picks for at least the, uh, the cup series. I think, I think I could probably just uh, piece together what I'm going to go with. I do have, I do have bets down on my bet sheet, but I'm just, I'm like, I'm just dabbling, like just dabbling the toe in the water of uh, the old fucking Kyle Larson. But um, looking at looking at some notes as we get get onto the Cup Series. Shout out to uh, Allen's photography. Chris Allen um, was looking to make his Thompson Speedway debut this this weekend. Unfortunately, that's going to be postponed. But uh, fortunately for us, I believe that means he's probably going to come to the hockey game. So Chris Allen should be there. Um, he'll should I think he should be at Thompson next weekend. Um, but he takes phenomenal pictures. He was the track photographer at Beechridge uh, late in the late in the going of that track, I guess, and uh, followed us around last year at the hockey game. Should be doing it again this year, and then uh, should be at Thompson. So uh, follow his page, like him on all things social media, and uh, and be sure to um, just follow along with everything that he gets into. He posts some great pictures. I saw some pictures of him at uh believe Moosehead, uh, Moosehead Lake up here in Maine. So that was uh that was pretty cool to see someone that gets around, someone that takes pictures of different things. Him and Daniel Gene Photography do phenomenal work. So shout out to Chris Allen. And uh we'll move on to the cup series at Richmond. So uh last year the spring top five, Denny Hamlin, Kevin Harvick, William Byron, Martin Truex Jr., Kyle Larson, uh, the fall top five, Kevin Harvick, Christopher Bell, Chris Busher. Huh? Interesting. Uh, Hamlin and I believe Chase Elliott. Um, so Byron, obviously, uh, like I just mentioned, finished third in the spring, 11th in the fall, won Phoenix this year. He has, uh, he has the momentum, all the momentum in the world. I believe that, uh, him and, um, Kyle Larson have kind of been setting the world on fire. Alex Bowman was the point leader at one point and then got the points penalty. So he must be back. He must be back to, uh, 
being up there at least in points. So if qualifying does get rained out, he should finish pretty high or uh, start finish high. Um, but yeah, like I mentioned, the, I believe uh, if qualifying gets rained out, Bowman is the pole sitter. From if what I read earlier was right. Yeah, I definitely I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. I haven't looked at the uh, standing since they got their points back, but he he's been up there all year. He's been uh, he's been having a slow and steady, pretty solid year. Um, but so last year, like I mentioned, top ten sweep: Kevin Harvick, Christopher Bell, Denny Hamlin. Martin Truex Jr., Kyle Busch, and Ryan Blaney. All of Joe Gibbs Racing included in that list. Obviously, this year a little bit different with Ty Gibbs. Um, but I did uh, I did go back and and look at some of the uh, some of the loop data. This is from Richmond Two, I believe. I only got three of the guys down here on the list. Joey Logano had an average running position of three point two. Uh, 41 fastest laps, 222 laps led, and they ended up finishing sixth. So that's a pretty tough, uh, tough finish. Uh, Denny Hamlin, 3.8 average running position, 36 fastest laps, 22 laps led, and he finished fourth. Um, Kyle Larson, 5.4 average running position, 28 fastest laps, 11 laps led, and finished 14th. So that's also a pretty shitty finish for someone that was running that good throughout the entire race. So looking at that, those are the top three in the, uh, the average running position category. Uh, going into this weekend, like I mentioned, um, William Byron and Kyle Larson kind of setting the world on fire. Larson's still waiting to uh, pick up a win, had a couple fall out of his grasp. Um, I mean, I mean, I got, I got Kyle Larson on my bet sheet right now. I might throw an audible in there. I didn't want to mention that last weekend I, I had a way better weekend than uh, what was on paper. I, uh, I didn't want to publicize it because typically when you add some things to your bet slip, if they don't go good, you just look like a major doofus. So um, didn't talk about it on the show. I did end up going and putting uh, a little bit of cash on Ross Chastain and Alex Bowman to finish in the top five. I got super lucky um, after the Ben Rhodes drive shaft shit in the bed. I uh, I did I did uh, end up picking up both of those, and then Cindric Top Ford came through on the last restart, I believe. Um, well, a couple restarts from the last one. Ross Chastain was like twenty something, and I was like, "God fucking damn it!" Like this is this isn't gonna hit. Bowman was like fifth. I'm like, with my luck, he's gonna fall out of the top five. And Austin Cindric was like eighth, and there was mm-hmm. three Fords in front of him. I think like Harvick, Briscoe, and McDowell. And at one point, Priest was in front of him. And I'm like, God damn! Like none of these bets are gonna hit, but they're so close. Well, one one restart, green green white checker. Another one, another one. And uh, somehow, some way, Chastain gets back up into the top five. Alex Bowman finishes in the top five, and Cindric ends up as the top forward. So, uh, pretty good weekend. That I, even though I threw some bets on the old bet slip that weren't uh, weren't public knowledge, um, just just look like a major doofus when you put some on there, and uh, they are public knowledge, and they don't they uh, they don't hit. But um, so this weekend, I do have Larson to win on my bet slip plus seven hundred. I'm kind of, I've been trying to talk myself out of it ever since I put money on it because before the, uh, the odds came out, well, actually it's at plus six fifty right now, but, but, uh, once the odds came out and he was plus 700, I did message you. And I was saying that I was going to think I was saying about putting money on a driver pretty early so that I could get the, uh, the bet in. And that was going to be on Larson. But the more I looked into the data, I just started throwing myself for a fucking loop because I don't know, man. Kyle Larson's good wherever he goes. I uh, I feel like he's going to be a factor at some point this weekend. Will he pick up the win? I don't know. I don't know. What are you thinking on sound on uh, Sunday? On Sunday, I have Kyle Busch as my winner. 
Yeah, and I don't hate that because Kyle Busch, I believe, is finishing the top ten there. I saw some like crazy stats. I don't know, I don't know what what the uh, the actual number was, but looking at Kyle Busch being a plus twelve hundred at a track that he runs so good at, I mean, man, that's Multiple pretty cool. Wins there too. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he seems to light the world on fire when it comes to a track like Richmond. He's obviously good at his short track stuff. When I think Richmond, though, I, I think one of the first things I think of is Denny Hamlin. Um, Denny Hamlin's pretty good there, obviously, he picked up the win. Um, Kevin Harvick being the favorite is a little weird to me. Um, just knowing that Denny Hamlin and uh, Martin Truex Jr., I believe, as well, um, have uh, have run there pretty well. Um, Chris Bell seems to be, uh, at least at certain tracks, the class of the field for the JGR camp. And the more I look at the name Christopher Bell, man, I just – ah. God, I, I feel like – I don't know. I feel like he's going to be a factor at some point this weekend. He's had a pretty solid start to the year. Um, ended up getting turned last last week, I believe, pretty late, which uh, kind of sucked for him. But um, my uh, my bet slip right now, um, barring any changes, is uh, Larson to win plus 700. That's down to plus 650, depending on where you're looking at. Um, Denny Hamlin for a top three. Hmm. I feel like that one, probably my lock of the weekend. Um, I have Truex for a top three at plus two forty five. So yeah, see, both Hamlin, going with the Gibbs cars. Hamlin's plus two ninety, and I can see like obviously I mentioned the Gibbs cars were all in the top five last year or a top ten, sorry, last year at Richmond, and um, you know Hamlin was running so well last year in the in the fall, um, ended up finishing fourth, which obviously right out of the money. But um, I just think that the Gibbs cars are going to be really good. I just. I just don't know if they're going to win. That's why I, I look at a Kyle Larson. That's why I looked at him initially, and I'm like, man, I think that I think that he might be uh, might be a pretty good uh, pretty good shoe for a win, and uh, all the Gibbs cars running in the top five or something like that. But um, so maybe maybe uh, maybe you do that. Maybe you find out if you can uh, parlay on on one of your apps. Some of them allow it, some of them don't. But uh, parlay a, a Truex and a Hamlin top five. Uh, I feel like that'd be some pretty solid odds. I, I think that has a pretty decent chance of happening. Um, but just uh, going a little bit further down on the uh, the old bet slip, I did. Uh, there there were some crazy fucking odds on uh, on drivers finishing in the top ten. Um, this one's not as crazy, but I can definitely see it happening. Ryan Priest was a uh, was a notable one that I wanted to mention. Um, he was plus two forty to finish in the uh, the top ten. Um, short track guy ran super well at the Coliseum. Obviously, that doesn't translate too much to uh, Richmond Raceway, but. Um, I just can see that that happening for sure. I think that he's going to have a pretty solid weekend. I hope, I hope, I hope he does because, uh, man, he's had some pretty shitty luck, some pretty, uh, just a pretty shitty year so far, I guess. He did pick up a top, I think he had a 12th place finish somewhere, but he was in the top 10 late last weekend. Um, should have finished in the top 10. Didn't, unfortunately, but Priest plus 240 for a, a top 10. Um, and then one that I'm going to go with, which is, uh, it's really just an odds play because if it hits, man, like we're we gonna have a pretty solid weekend. Um, you know, this this one hits, you pretty much cover all your bets on the weekend. But uh, the old Noah Gregson top ten at plus six fifty won the race last year in the Xfinity Series in the spring. Um, real good at the road courses. I think his first start ended up coming at Richmond in the Xfinity Series, and he ran really well. Um, this is back for uh, Joe Gibbs Racing, but. Obviously, the uh, Legacy Motor Club team hasn't had a solid start to the year. Uh, I mean, the old uh, fucking seven-time champ went out there last weekend, ran one corner, um, two corners maybe. But, uh, man, 
Noah Gregson, if you can get into a top 10 spot, plus 650, that's pretty crazy. Um, you know, you know what's going to happen, though, is we're going to bet on him to finish in the top 10. He's going to go out there and finish 12th. But um, if you can look into a top 10, we're going to be sitting pretty. We're going to be looking pretty. Well, not looking pretty, but the uh, bank account will be looking pretty. Ryan Ryan Priest or uh, Noah Gregson, I think that one of those two guys get in the top 10. Plus 240 for Priest, plus 650 for Noah. Um, and that's the reason why I'm going to go with Noah. I'm going to swing for the fences. I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a winner that, uh, is, uh, kind of chalk almost. Uh, I am going to, you know, what? I'm going to put money on Kyle Larson. I'm going to put money on Kyle Larson to win and I'm going to probably go Hamlin or, uh, you know what? I might even join you with the old Truex top three and, uh, I might go Hamlin top five. I don't know. Um, Truex and Hamlin are both plus odds finishing the top five, which is crazy to me. Um, kind of want to bet like the whole bank account on one of those two guys finishing the top five. Um, what's really crazy to me is actually that the field is so spread out allegedly that Kevin Harvick is the favorite and he's also plus 125 to finish in the top five. So typically you don't get a guy that's, you know, the favorite, you don't get any of the guys that are really favorites to, um, win the race. Plus odds. Yeah. That are going to be plus odds for, for a top five, but the whole board is a plus to uh, finish the top five. Um, fortunately, I don't believe that you can parlay, um, those things on the, at least the Barstool Sportsbook. I just try to do that. Can't, um, but man, God, there's some money to be made this weekend. I mean, Kyle Bush plus 185 top five. I'm going to take that priest top 10 bet. You were talking about a plus 240. I've, I think. I bet it twice already this year. I haven't hit it yet. I think finally this will be the week. Something will go right for that team. I know they've had problems pretty much every single race so far this year, whether it was being down a cylinder for the whole race or getting caught up in a wreck on the last lap or just anything stupid that could happen has happened to those guys so far. Yeah, I think it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a better week for a guy like Ryan Priest, a guy like even Eric Almirola. Uh, I think Richmond's one of his better racetracks. I was going to see if his odds were going to be pretty crazy because obviously he's Eric Almarola and uh, he just pretty much exists in the world. And uh, I was kind of hoping that um, he'd, he'd be more like a Ryan or uh, not a Ryan Priest, Noah Gregson money line um, bet with a plus 650. But unfortunately, he's down at the old plus 195. I think that they know something that we know as well. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm frankly not going to take Eric Almarola at odds like that. So, um, Will be uh will be a game time decision on who I throw in for a top five. I'm feeling good about I'm feeling good about it this weekend though. I mean like it all I guess it all kind of depends on how well um Saturday shakes out. If we're up some money, I'm probably gonna bet a little bit more. But man, I guess I'll I guess I can just go Kyle Larson. I feel like the Hendrick Motorsports cars have just been so good this year. Um, obviously they just got their points penalty back. I think that their crew chiefs are still suspended, which is gonna be a tough one, but. Um, even listening to like Denny Hamlin's podcast, then he's been really insightful because uh, he'll just tell you how it is. And he even said that, you know, they, they've been the class, the field and um, week in, week out that they have to battle with them, obviously. And um, I just think that you go to a place like Richmond, it, you know, it's a short track. Kyle Larson, um, Kyle Larson's fairly good at uh, anywhere that he goes. And William Byron, obviously him and him and William have been kind of dick stomp in the field. So as much as it sucks, as much as the odds are, uh, you know, I just, uh God, a Kyle Bush, Kyle Bush win plus twelve hundred. That's just crazy to me. I mean, like a guy, guy of his stature, um, guy that's already picked up a win this year. Man, I don't know, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the old Kyle Larson to win. I'm gonna go with uh, Denny for a top three. 
probably have a Truex bet in there somewhere um, as uh, as qualifying rolls out, qualifying shakes out. And uh, who do you think the old Noah Gregson top 10, which uh, that is just strictly a money odds play. If that one can hit, I'm, I'm going to bank on the uh, first two hooding. And then if Noah can get into a top 10 spot, we are going to be sitting pretty. Yeah, I'm going to take Kyle Busch as a winner at plus 1,200. Martin Truex Jr. is a top three for plus 245. And Ryan Priest top 10 at plus 240. And also, Mason sent this over in the group. I picked both of them to win. I'm going to have to do the eight and eight parlay. Josh Berry to win the Xfinity race in the eight car. Kyle Busch to win the cup race in the eight car. Plus seven thousand odds. That's pretty. That is pretty. Uh, pretty crazy. I, I, I think that maybe I'll try to. Uh, oh, maybe I go with a twenty twenty parlay. <laughs> John Hunter and Christopher Bell. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, I might go with the old. I wonder if I can. Uh, I'll see what it. I'll see what the odds are right now. Yeah, I was gonna say that would be. Uh, I would definitely be interested in throwing a little bit of cash all on uh, both of those guys, which is not going to be as crazy as yours, but. Um, Oh, that's tough that you can't do that on the Barstool Sportsbook. No, I have to do it through DraftKings. Which is absolutely wild that DraftKings is the one that allows that, because DraftKings as a whole, I've still been I've been motherfucking them since they screwed me over on the old Byron live bet, plus 650 while I was on the way back. So the 2020 parlay is going to be plus 35.55. That ain't bad. No, you're about halfway to what the eight and eight is. So, oh man, yeah, yeah, that one definitely pays a little bit better. I, just imagine though, like one of these weekends, we're gonna do one of these parlays, like we did the uh, whoever we did to sweep the weekend. Oh, Kyle Bush, yeah, of course it was Kyle Bush. One of these days, we're gonna do that, and Kyle's gonna win the truck race, win the Xfinity race, and he's gonna be like leading with like fucking five laps to go, and he's gonna blow a right front like he did that one time. It, I think it was Fontana in an Xfinity car. I just try to limp the thing back around, and uh, we're going to end up losing a whole bunch of money. But there's more bad beats to come. Hopefully not this weekend. Um, I feel good about it. I, I honestly absolutely despise Richmond. I, uh, I'm sorry, Mason. I know that he's probably at Richmond, and uh, it's his home track, and it's probably the best thing going for him. I mean, uh, that, that says a whole lot coming from a guy that has uh, Loudon as their home track. But my God, would I rather watch a race at Loudon than watch a race at Richmond? I mean, I've been to Richmond three times already, maybe four. God, are those races terrible? I mean, the best thing that ever happened was uh, Truex was dominating, I believe. And um, this is back when Larson drove the 42 car. And uh, Denny Hamlin drove in on a restart super, super late. Um, I don't remember what the, the caution was for. I think the card, like, Know, broke down the front stretch or something like that. And uh, Denny Hamlin drove in till he saw Moses, wrecked them both, destroyed Truex, who had absolutely dick stomped the field. Like, I'm talking like Jeff Burton type of dominance. Like, Jeff Burton loud in that one year where he led every lap. I mean, it, it honestly looked like that was what was going to happen. And uh, Larson goes around and picks up the win. That was super cool to see. Other than that, just a fucking terrible race. I mean, um, yeah, I, I feel bad saying it. The track obviously has potential. The track has put on great races in the past. Last year wasn't even super bad, but there was like a six, eight year stretch where it was like, holy fuck, are we serious? So 
Uh, hoping for better this week weekend. Obviously, they changed around some stuff with the package. Um, one thing I will want to look at is if any cars have gone out there, any drivers have gone out there and tested. Obviously, okay. it doesn't mean a ton, but um, I believe someone tested at Richmond. So I have to go check that out. Um, but I mean, I think regardless, I'm going to stick with the picks that I have. But anything late, maybe uh, maybe we'll put a little Instagram post up and uh, and and say what we jump on last uh last minute but looking forward to this weekend actually uh, i'm excited to sit down on the couch and uh, watch race cars on sunday um richmond's not one that i ever look forward to but um yeah three nights of racing down there though tune in tomorrow nascar wheel and modified tour friday night that'll be a good race cheer on the pals austin beers brian narducci in the three car yeah yeah craig lots in the 82 one to one to look out for wherever you go um yeah, Tommy Catalano almost picked up the win there last year. That was uh that would be cool. That'd be cool if you if I uh, tune in tomorrow night sitting on the catch watching Flow Racing, get to see old Tom Cat in Victory Lane. Um but yeah, man, I'm just looking forward to uh getting the weekend started really. Obviously, we got the hockey game on Saturday up here. Um seems to have sold we've we sold a massive. We've literally doubled the ticket sales since uh, Thompson rained out, so definitely looking forward to uh getting that game kicked off but uh more importantly gonna uh gonna be sitting down there at the block party a little bit early on might might be raining might not be but we'll have an easy up i think we're gonna have a television we're gonna watch some uh nascars on it with any luck even though it uh there might be a little bit of rain in the forecast we might be sitting out there in lawn chairs just uh allegedly having a beer and uh i'll be there watching some nasfinity so richmond on the horizon shout out scott foster or Scott Fowler. <laughs> you tell that I just woke up. I actually yeah. that I didn't fuck up more than more than just that. I almost said Joe Gibbs finished first last year as well <laughs> in the Xfinity series, which technically he did, but it was uh, not yeah. him. Uh, I'm not sure that Joe gets. Has my... he ever raced? <laughs> I don't think so. Um, I would be shocked to uh, if he ever did, and I'd be shocked if uh, he got into a, behind the wheel of anything right now more than a bit <laughs> a Camry or something. But ah. Uh, Shout out to Sean Foster just for being daddy and uh, shout out to Scott Fowler for, uh, for helping out the show. Obviously he's been a big part of it ever since we started. He enjoys dabbling in the uh, NAS betting and uh, just, man, I need to go back to bed. Looking forward to uh, tomorrow night though. Going to be uh, that's a, that's more of a reason to have a smile on your face throughout the day at work is that you get to uh, go home and watch some NAS fucking mods on, uh, on the old television. So, um, Happy betting. Hopefully you guys can uh, pick up some winners. I, I uh, highly recommend picking out just one of our picks and uh, rolling with it or uh, or just, you know, you can you can do what I said in the past and just if, uh, if I pick someone to win or Reagan picks someone to win, pick them for a top three and you're probably more than likely going to hit it. So, um, yeah. You're B-Sauce. I'm Reagan. We'll see you all at the cash counter. <laughs>